If you enjoy this audio service, please support it with a financial contribution. Just click Support This Program to contribute, and thanks. Marketplace is produced in association with the University of Southern California. There's that saying, it's easier to find a job when you've got a job. What do you suppose that means for when you don't have a job? Long-term unemployment on the program today. Also, presidents and poverty and our cattle rancher from out in Rolla, Missouri. From American Public Media, this is Marketplace. Wake up to the day's top business headlines. Subscribe to the Marketplace Morning Report podcast. It's on iTunes and marketplace.org slash podcasts. From the Frank Stanton Studios in Los Angeles, I'm Kai Rizdal. This is the Marketplace Podcast for Wednesday, the 8th of January, and we will begin with what you might call a foreshadowing of news yet to come. ADP, the giant payroll processing company, said this morning it figures the economy added 238,000 jobs last month. That is a tidy number indeed, which has raised expectations for the official government-sanctioned jobs report that's coming to us Friday morning. In the meanwhile, as you know, Congress is deciding what to do about unemployment benefits for the long-term unemployed. That is, people for whom the longer they are out of work, the harder it is to find work. Marketplace's Jeff Tyler gets us going on that story today. After working at a Denver manufacturing plant for 14 years, Charlene Getzfried got laid off. That was three years ago. She's been applying for jobs ever since. I've been applying for housekeeping, caretakers. I applied for uh, Denver Public Schools as a food server. One potential employer keeps stringing her along. Every time I call them, they keep telling me they're going to hire next month, they're going to hire next month. She's been hearing that line since October. Sadly, all the evidence suggests that applicants look less attractive to employers the longer they've been out of the workforce. Gary Burtless is an economist at the Brookings Institution. Long-term joblessness seems to bring a stigma and causes employers to overlook the other qualifications that might make these people very good fits for their job openings. What can the government do about the problem? Michael Strain with the American Enterprise Institute offers this idea. We should help the long-term unemployed relocate. He says the government could pay to move workers who are stuck in states where there are no jobs. Instead of continuing to just cut you checks, maybe it makes sense to offer you a relocation voucher. In the short term, Congress is more likely to extend federal unemployment benefits. But that wouldn't help Charlene Getzfried. Her unemployment benefits have already expired. Now that I don't get that, my husband's having to work a lot of overtime. Getzfried is 60. She hopes her working years are not behind her. In the meantime, she volunteers. It's something, at least, that she can stick on her resume. I'm Jeff Tyler for Marketplace. Ticker symbol BKS, that is Barnes & Noble, was down just a tad today. Not the warmest of greetings for new CEO Michael Hughesby. Hughesby used to run its Nook e-reader business, but with challenges like Amazon and the less-than-tremendous success of the Nook, Barnes & Noble's in kind of a tough spot, as Sally Hershitz reports. Unfortunately, the Nook became a plot twist Barnes & Noble didn't see coming. Jim Milliot is an editorial director with Publishers Weekly. Barnes & Noble was 
craze for getting into the digital early with its Nook reader. And within two years' time, the Nook went from the, the savior of the company to right now. It's a, a bit of a problem. A bit of a problem the new CEO, Michael Hughesby, knows plenty about. He recently oversaw the Nook, which saw sales plunge more than 30 percent last quarter. But as much as they might want to get out of the hardware device business, they really can't. Milliot says if Barnes & Noble wants to take on its competition, it has to make the Nook work. But to do that, the bookseller needs to look beyond books. That's, according to Michael Norris, a publishing industry consultant. He says he's reminded of this every day during his morning commute. I walk through Metro North on the way into Manhattan, and everybody I see with a tablet is doing something other than reading. Norris says just having an e-reader doesn't make a consumer buy more books. He says Barnes & Noble should explore selling apps, games, even video, and that the company needs to step up its ads. I don't know if I've ever seen a Barnes & Noble ad. Exactly. <laughs> Norris says take the ad for the Nook Simple Touch Glow Light. It promoted reading in bed without waking up your partner, but what it needed to do was give consumers a reason to remember Barnes & Noble. I never felt that they were bold enough with 